Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. On the Eddie Moore Automotive Group Hotline, team owner, driver, future 500 winner, friend of the show, Fox 59 colleague every Sunday night, Ed Carpenter is front and center. Hello, Ed. How you doing? Good afternoon, John. How are we doing? You know, the ratings, and I feel bad for the competitors, television-wise, on Sunday, because with that double-barrel action that Hagen has with you and I, those other stations that do sports have zero chance. None. Yeah, I think we've been winning it for a while now. I couldn't believe last night when he, he showed me a picture that we've been doing that 10 years now. <laughs> Like, and you like look the same, by the way. You look exactly the Hardly. same, like completely the Hardly. same. Well, that's that's awfully kind of you. Well, it's not out of I kindness. It, I, I mean, it kind of pisses me off, is what it does, but it's true. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I have a little less hair. You have a little more hair. So, <laughs> well, I've got. I'm, I'm trying to figure things out as I go along. You know, it's kind of. Yeah, I've got to just. I know where I can replenish. I think I'm going to be. I'm going to have all new parts by the time I'm 60, Ed. True. Well, you got to just tune up as need be. How you feeling? Uh, I feel good. Really, really looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully it stays dry enough for us to get some work in and ready to kick off another month of May Indy 500 prep. We had a a really good open test three weeks ago or so, however long ago it was. Um, so that I felt like we had a good start there and just ready to continue it and get prepared for next weekend you know when when it rains out there and practice is postponed we kind of go okay well practice is postponed how much if at all does it screw with you guys in preparation when you miss a day when there's an opportunity to be out there and then because of the weather you can't do it it really just depends like if we've if we're in a good spot and are pretty happy with what we've got. I don't mind missing some days just because it's it gives your competitors less time to to figure things out or get happy. Um, so th- there's times where I don't mind having a day off. Uh, you know, there's other years where you want every minute possible that you can get. So um, you know, and then on top of that, it, days are they, days can be long when it's not like you're not sure how long it's going to rain or if we're going to get back out again. And then there's a lot of hurry up and wait sitting around and then you either get out for a little bit or they call it off. So those, those make for long days. So if it's going to rain, I just assume it rains and then I can go pick my kids up from school or something. It's Ed Carpenter, team owner and driver. ECR, that's Ed Carpenter Racing on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. So how do you size up your squad here going into what really is now the month of May and going into the 107th running of the 500? you like what you got there? Yeah, I mean, I think we're in a pretty good spot. We were fairly strong last year. We qualified decent. Reynos and I were third and fourth and ran up front a good part of the day. But, you know, Ganassi kind of had everyone whooped last year. So we've got to go out and 
and catch up to those guys. They're they're the the team to beat still right now until someone else proves it otherwise for for the speedway. So just got to they don't have a target on their car anymore, but they've got a target on their back. So ready to ready to go chase them down. You um does it make you better when when there's no no changes when you got the same when you have that continuity is it like with your race team like what we would see you know in basketball you know or a stick and ball sport like that the continuity in a team how much does that matter um i mean it helps somewhat just because every you know we know everyone's comfortable with with our baseline you know set up for the car and and whatnot and we kind of all speak the same language so there there's positives you know there there's positives that when you have new guys come in as well just because you may get a different perspective or, or learn something new from wherever they've been before um there goes it goes both ways but you know we've got a good group um for for indy you know arenas i think indy's probably been one of his strongest tracks and and same with connor he's performed well especially in the race the past couple of years so you know, I feel like we've got we've got three really good cars with with our Bitnile.com machines, and we're going to go give it everything we got. You mentioned Ed Carpenter, Ed Carpenter Racing's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. The the picture, and I saw this Hagen sent it out of of you guys ten years ago compared to to you guys last night when you made. I think that was your debut, was it not? On fifty nine last night, was that your first one? Yep, that was that was first one of the month. Um, how much have you changed? Not in in terms of you know less hair or maybe a little bit more gray, but how much have you changed as a driver and as a a team owner? Um, I mean, you get you know you get more comfortable at some level of it. You 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 know I think you have more knowledge and wisdom and more experience, uh, more perspective. You know, I probably for sure have more patience than I did ten years ago. Um, yeah, and like you said. Definitely a little grayer, a little thinner on t- on the head, and well, I could help you out about, with that. I could help you out if you want probably, to reach out. And probably about six pounds heavier than I was back then, yeah. which isn't all that bad for for ten years. No, it's and, not. No, that that's the part that pisses me off right there. Barrier. So I got to work hard at it, man. It definitely doesn't get easier, but I, I still enjoy that part of it as well. I um I was just thinking too in in terms of in and just with. Ed, this race in particular, I mean, so many battles. You've been close. Other times, maybe not so close. Has your your, your vantage point with this in mind changed at all? I mean, obviously, you say that you, you've got more patience, but what else have you added over this this ten year span with those those near misses, the not so near misses, and where you are as both a driver and a team owner right now? Uh, I mean, I think. You know the the good years and the bad years are are motivational and and educational. You know you learn from your successes and your failures. Um, you know there's been years where we just weren't strong enough as a team. There's been years where I didn't perform to to the level that that I expect to myself. So you, you just you just put all that in the bank and you know try to become a better better driver and and better leader out of it, and you know just keep pushing for it. But I definitely don't ever get discouraged from any of that, at least not, you know, once 48 hours or so have passed. But, um, yeah, just try to just try to learn from everything, both good and bad, and keep coming back at it. 
What's uh, more difficult? Is it the business aspect of it or the driving aspect of it that you have, especially with this race? And I guess with the business side, Ed, it's in terms of you know securing sponsorships, maintaining secured sponsorships, and stuff that you know people that 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 are fans probably really don't take into consideration so much. What's more time consuming for you, with all that in mind? I mean, over the course of the the whole year, by far, you know, the the team ownership side is is more challenging and more stressful. You know, at, at times, as a driver, you know, obviously, the the stress level can be off the charts. But it, it's different. You know, I mean, when thinking about the business, you know, we've got fifty employees now. So, you know, for me, you know, I. I when when there's any struggle or question mark, you know it's I've, I've got 50 employees and their families that that weigh on you. Um, you know when it comes to the racetrack part, you know I'm I'm disappointing myself and maybe my my sponsors when when it doesn't go well. So I feel a lot more pressure and and anxiety on the business side of things at times than than the driving you know the driving part is fun you know it's it, it can it can be stressful it's challenging but at the end of the day it's still fun we get to go out and drive awesome race cars around at over 230 miles an hour so if you can't find the fun in that there's something wrong with you is um is it an easy sell for you know an advertiser a company to be a part of your race team before the indy 500 is that an easy sell or is it still difficult to do i mean indy's definitely easier than anything else and probably easier now than really any time in my career. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's still a hard sell as a whole, you know, I mean, there's, there's so much competition, you know, just in, in sports and marketing and, you know, you, you know, firsthand just how much, you know, media and the way people consume their sports and entertainment has changed. So, you know that that part of it, I think, is is a continual challenge, just because there's there's more and more competition, and there's there's constantly a new league or new sport that's that's coming around. So it's you know it's been harder, but I don't think it's ever going to be easy. You um you have a finish line as a driver, age wise, or do you just no. feel it out every year? Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess for me. It, when when I feel like I'm a I'm a liability to my team, then I'll stop. Um, you know, I still feel like I bring value that I'm fast enough and have the ability to go out and compete for an Indy 500 win. So as long as that holds true, I don't see any reason to stop. You know, it. I, I transitioned from a full time driver to just running ovals after the 2013 season, and it was frankly just because the team was better than I was on road courses. That wasn't my history. And, you know, I guess it wasn't a hard transition or really that part of a process to make that decision. So I think it'll feel the same way when, when my time's up on, on the oval side of things, but I still feel like I bring a lot to the team and, and to our partners. And, you know, I really do feel like I've got a, as good of a chance of winning the race this month as there's anyone else, else out there. So as long as I have those feelings and, you know, I know I can be honest with myself because I've done it before that I'll know when it's time. I'm, that's been 10 years since you made that decision. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm old. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I am too. I it just it doesn't seem like it's been been that long. And you're right. I mean, you are and you have been honest with yourself. Uh, will that make you know the ultimate decision to make when you step away? Will that make it easier, or is it still going to be as as difficult? Because I give you credit for that. Because you know, not a lot of people would be able. There's no way I could do that. I'd say no. I'm going to keep on going, keep on going. But you made that decision. You made the decision really, you know, right there in in the sweet point of of your racing career. Um, is it going to be tougher to do that when you just you know step away for real? When to know that it's time. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will be at a certain level just because, you know, when I made that decision, I knew that I wasn't done racing, you know, like full go. Um, I was still going to be competing in the 500, which is my main motivator. Um, So I'm sure it'll be harder when I know that I'm not going to race an IndyCar again or not run the 500 again. Um, But, you know, at the same time, I think, you know, when you get to the point to make that decision that, you know, my my intentions are and and ever since we started the race team in 2012 was for that to be you know my life after driving and you know i'm really blessed that i'm still able to do both and you know when the time comes that that i'm not driving anymore hopefully i'll get enough satisfaction from still being involved and and running the team and you know i'm sure when when may comes around and other guys are are getting to go run laps at indy i'll I'll be jealous. I don't know that any driver ever wants to stop, especially that race. But, you know, all of our time comes to an end at some point, and you just have to accept reality and and create a new normal. Does it make it tougher when, like, great example with Tony Kanaan. And you think that's difficult just doing a one-off. And we've seen this before. Juan Pablo Montoya, one-off. Others have done, like, one-off. And you're not one-off. I mean, you just, you know, do the oval. But does that make it more difficult as a driver? Do you think it would if you were just a one-off driver for the 500? It can be, and I think some. You know, a lot of it depends on the situation too. You know, I'm I'm fully ingrained in our team and engineers sure. all the time. Even even though I'm not driving, you know, I for sure think it would be harder if you just came into if you weren't connected to the team and and weren't a part of the you know the day to day and all the other events. And, and and there's there's some challenges of not being in the car as much of other guys, but you know, that's, that's one of the great things about the Indianapolis 500 is the amount of track time and practice that we get. And, you know, the way the lead up is to the event, it really allows, gives everyone the opportunity to, to get fully comfortable and, and back, back in the groove. So I'm sure for some guys, it's tough for me. I've been in this rhythm for 10 years now, so it's, it's pretty normal, you know, and I'm, mentally and physically prepared for it so i don't think it's that big of a deal do you like what roger penske's doing with the overall product uh i do i mean you know i think they're they're definitely putting a lot of effort into it and you know i don't know if you've seen the the new series on the cw network that they've been doing following our races but that's going really well you know, and I know Penske Entertainment was in, instrumental in making that happen. So, you know, they're they're pushing really hard. You know, we've had such a great product for a long time, and you know, haven't been able to convert that into as as many new fans as we'd hope. But there, there's a ton of positives and a ton of momentum. And even at the Grand Prix this last weekend, I thought it was a great crowd. And yeah, I did and too. Up from previous years. So there's definitely momentum, um, you know, but you just got to be patient. It doesn't, you don't go from 
zero to a hundred overnight all the time. And so, you know, yeah, I'm happy with it. I think, I think, you know, Roger's clearly a successful guy about everything he touches is successful. So, you know, happy to have him at the helm and, you know, and more importantly, he, he understands, you know, how special this event is and, you know, has carried on the stewardship that, that, you know, my father and, and his grandfather had the responsibility of before that. How's Heather? Heather's doing great. I haven't seen her since this morning, but um, <laughs> she's running around with He's our daughter somewhere. Assume and, she's doing um, great, yeah. I'm sitting in a parking lot about to watch a lacrosse practice. It's it's kind of my last night of co-parenting ah. and being involved. After tonight, I'm pretty well disconnected from other than saying hi to the kids in the morning. Now, you uh, you got lacrosse players now, do you? Yeah, I've got one Ryder, our middle, plays yeah. lacrosse. Yeah, so it's, we're lacrosse season. Were you guys at Zionsville? No, we live in Washington Township, so he's oh. actually – he plays on a team called the Saints. It's kind of like a group of Catholic schools. So we're practicing at Arsenal Park, kind of a – 46 in college and okay. play all over the place but yeah why did i think you he lived in zionsville i thought you lived in zionsville i don't know weird Just stereotyping me, i guess i, don't, I know. don't know anything i rarely know anything whatsoever i do know this though that me and you with chris hagan on sunday night that no other sports shows have a chance that's got to be concerning yeah, for them don't I mean, you think it, they should be concerned you know, I'm I'm friends with all the local guys, but I know. You know, I really enjoy I really enjoy Chris and and all the work that we've done together. But yeah, you 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 guys have to connect and maybe see if we can all get on that red couch together versus you coming on <laughs> later in the segment. See, that's one thing that's the pandemic's fun. done, buddy. It's given me the opportunity not to have to go in there. <laughs> well, I have to go in, so <laughs> you can bite the bullet one night. <laughs> When's uh? So when are you allowed to drink? You can't drink again until when? I mean, I don't, I, I don't really drink hardly at all in the season. I usually break down once we get the boat on the water at some point in the summer and have a couple cheat weekends. Okay. But, you know, I, it's kind of been my routine to just shut it down for the season and prove to myself that I can. And um, so, yeah. Well, if you win, I go, I go, I go pretty boring from January one till the end of the season and then i try to make up for it from there through the holidays if you win we will do a special remote and i, I you let me get you drunk okay well yeah if you win can be made. yeah if you win would yeah. you do that i mean if you win if you win the 107th then that would be a special situation where you come out yeah, to my remote and i get you drunk there's gonna be a party for sure several <laughs> several parties <laughs> All right, we'll do this again next week, man. It was a pleasure. It was great seeing you yesterday. It was a surprise. I had no idea. I was getting set up from Owen County doing that outside, and uh, all of a sudden, there you were, man. It was great to see you. Yeah, you had a nice backdrop. It looked good. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's always a good time down there. I do that a couple of different times a year, especially on Mother's Day like that. But, hey, I appreciate you. We'll do it again next week. You know who we root for around here, so that never changes. I know, and, yeah, and I hope it doesn't. All right, buddy. I appreciate you dropping in. I'll talk to you next week. Enjoy lacrosse, too. I'll talk at you next week.